Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Hello, Podcast. soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Annie, my main man, Berg. Berg, how are you doing today, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We, we just won our, fi- our semifinal game today. Penalty really? kick. Yeah, penalty oh, kick. Oh, did you take one? No. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God I didn't take one. Like, we, we got through the first five and everyone, nobody missed. And oh, then like, he started getting down to like, okay, center defensive mid, defenders are taking penalty <laughs> kick. And I think I was the last one to take it. Like if the, hey. the the opponent if if uh the opponent didn't put that 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 ball to the moon, it would have been my turn to kick. And guess what? I was the last guy. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot! I I don't want that hey. kind of pressure. That's we we already know sometimes you get some anxiety when in high pressure situations. I know, you know? man. <laughs> How about you? How you doing? Yo, so I just started this new. Uh, I made myself a new training program. Uh, today I did some fitness testing. Yeah. Um, my VO2 max from the summer went up by about 10, which is Wait, how are you nice. measuring? How are you measuring that? Like, do you have equipment for that? Uh, so in the summer I did the beep test mm-hmm. and today I did the yo-yo. And what I'm doing is I'm going to train hard, like next 10, 12 weeks, redo all my testing and hopefully my scores from all these will go up at least a little bit. So, um, yeah. That's good. Yeah, bro. I'm trying to trying to up my my science game, exercise science. Uh, but I, was, I thought you today, were going to do this. I thought you had like a you joining like a like a like a soccer group and you're trying to get your fitness up. No, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so I'm just doing this for me right now, and I think my goal is to be a physical beast by the time uh, April 2020 rolls around. So when I move back home, I can join a. A league like you're in and i'll just be like uh like a beast you know like conte oh man that, that, yeah, that dude can run goal. for days he can run exactly, for days exactly exactly but uh today we're talking about about running in the cold you know it's getting cold right now right now we're recording this in november you probably you guys are probably listening to this sometime in december and when it's cold outside you know we're soccer players like you still got to train yeah especially with uh these academies they're running year round uh, you got fall going straight into spring. Before you know it, it's going to be time to play in the spring, and you better be fit, which means that you better be training, which means you're going to have to train outside in the cold. Um, and it's very important to know how to do so because it's tricky, and especially, Berg, like you're up in Boston. I'm down here in Maryland saying I'm cold, but like yeah. you, you guys up there, you're on a different level. But I think the first thing about training in the cold is you know being realistic with yourself. And as you're making your training program or you're using a program somebody else made for you, um, be mindful of what you know, what what your limits are. So me down south in Maryland, like I can go outside and train two, maybe three days a week. Berg up in Boston, you might not be able to do the same. And yeah, you can say, yeah, I'll tough it out. Yeah, give me anything you want. But 
at the same time, be realistic with yourself. What are you capable of doing? Are you willing to do what it takes to execute it? Because I can tell you right now, if you if I have a training program that says, you know, you're outside five out of the seven days a week in January, it's not going to happen with me. I don't know about you. <laughs> and if you do get it, um, your, your, um, your program got to be um, very, very efficient. You can't be running out. You can't be outside running around and, and be bullshitting in your, in your training regimen because you, you're going to, your hands going to freeze. You're not going to feel your toes. And also it depends on like what, what temperature we're talking about here. It take, I think it's good to give them a reference. Like for example, like me, like I've, out, out here in Boston right now, today was like 50, we had, we had our game today, 50 degrees, um, 50 degrees, usually fine in Boston. Like if you, if you, if you live in the Northeast, you know, those crazy people that once it's like 50, they walk around with shorts, but today it was windy. So 50 was like more like 30. Mm. So then when it's like 30 degrees, 20 degrees outside, like it's sometimes it might not even be worth it guys to even train because you, your hand might not exactly support your hand. You might not feel your hand throughout the training. Cause it's just, it's just that cold. This is true. And like being cold is different for everyone. Right. So I'll mm -hmm. give you an example. When I was, I was just straight out playing pickup on Friday. Friday in Baltimore, I don't know about Schuberg, but it was cold by us. It was about 30, oh, it was 37 degrees. That's what it was. Yeah, it was like 10 degrees out here in, Oy, in Boston. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was super cold on Friday and Saturday. So, I mean, I'm out here at 37 degrees, you know. I'm more, I'm a little bit more stocky than most pickup soccer players. You know, I weigh like 200 pounds. I'm 6'2". So, I'm out here in a long sleeves, dry fit t-shirt and uh i'm wearing shorts and like my cleat socks whatever and i was wearing a jacket at first for the first like five ten minutes and after that i took my jacket off because i started to warm up mm -hmm. and i'm looking around and i see other people wearing coats i see people with uh face masks wind mm -hmm. masks on yes i'm yes. seeing people with full long underwear and I'm like, I literally turn around to this one bull with like a full mask on, like he was like a like Bane, <laughs> like Bane. from Batman. Like his yeah. Bane. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? He said, I'm cold. And I'm like, oh, like people perceive cold differently yeah. depending on where they're from, depending on like what they're feeling. So but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was gonna it's say, gotta be realistic. Yeah, I mean, since we we already in that in that clothing, you clothing um we're talking about clothes and stuff like that i think we, we might as well jump into that that part of the that 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 point in, the, in our topic we're talking about clothing when it's cold outside you guys will gotta wear the proper apparel and that means you know you gotta wear like the dry fit dry fit clothing you know that's not gonna like soak up sweat because it's one thing is like you know if you're playing soccer you don't get the ball a lot and depending on your position you might be just like walking around on the pitch and once you start getting cold and you feel that sweat on your shirt oh it doesn't feel good so it's got to be dry fit clothing and the other thing too you got to make sure that it's like an insulator because there's different type of dry dry fit there's dry fit that keeps you cool those are the ones that you wear in the summer and then there's dry fit that keeps you warm like you gotta when you buy your your apparel you gotta pay attention to what you're buying and the other thing too once you have the dry fit clothes under then you can wear, and then you can wear like a regular shirt. And over the regular shirt, you can put like a, um, like a like a windproof jacket. 
Alan's Alan's always best. Like wear the windproof jacket, and you're not you're not getting blown away by the wind. Sometimes when it's cold outside, it's also windy, and it yep. makes things even worse. And gloves too. Wear the proper gloves. I haven't had too good experience with gloves, Andy. Because if we, when I wear gloves, my hands get colder. Hmm. So yeah. So That's I just weird. I just I just play outside without them when it's cold because my hand just gets really colder when I wear them. That that's kind of weird, man. I don't know. I can't yeah. say I felt the same, but honestly, I don't wear gloves when I play. And I'll, I'll I'll tell you the other thing. When I was playing pickup the other day, everyone else was wearing gloves. I'm like, man, like my hands are, my hands are okay. But yeah, speaking of clothing, the one thing I guess I would like to add on is um, wear layers. Wear layers that you can mm-hmm. take off. Because yes, that is that is true. Like when when, when you're playing. If you get too hot or you're wearing too much clothing that can make you like feel slower, like you want to be able to take that stuff off so that way you can still play at your best. Um, so yeah, wear layers. And when it comes to hoodies and jackets, the windproof is a lot better than you think. Like the wind chill is like OP. Like in Boston, like when it gets windy, like you said, it feels like it's 20 de- degrees colder. So if you can have something that can give you that 20 degrees back, like a windproof jacket, yeah. that's going to go a long way. Yeah, it, it, man, the, the other thing is to, um, you know, those, those apparels are not cheap, guys. They are not cheap at all. But funny thing is you can, if, you, if you're in the U.S., you can find them at the Marshalls for like cheap. Like yep. if you go to yep. like a Dick Sporting Good and you find them, they're like over sixty, a hundred dollars, and then you go to Marshall, where it's like on sale for like twenty five dollars or thirty dollars, something that would be like hundred and twenty bucks at Dick Sporting Good or like a like a high end apparel, like athletic apparel store. Yeah, or you can go to like a Goodwill or like a used clothing shop because I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's not, it might not be the the highest quality at that point. <clears throat> but it's cheap and you're only going to play soccer in it. So who cares if somebody else wore it before you, you know? That's true. The other thing about training in the cold is when you have your warm up, um, the whole one of the main purposes of the warm up is to w- literally raise your body's internal temperature. Um, and that takes time and that takes effort. Now, if you're training out there, it's 20, 30 degrees outside your body is naturally going to need more time to warm up to raise that temperature, which means your warm up is going to have to be extended. Um, so when you're doing your warm up program, extend it by, I would say at least like 20 to 30%. So if you normally do a 10 minute warm up, you know, maybe go do an extra set of each exercise to make sure your body is warm before you go out onto the pitch. Now that also carries into if you're, let's say you're a high school player or um, you're a college player and you're starting on the bench, if, you're, if your coach tells you, hey, go warm up for the game, that means it's time to be serious with your warm-up because you still have to raise your body's temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be ready to go at all times. So this is the proper time to make sure your body is warm so you can avoid injury. Yeah. And speaking of warm-up too, um, you know, when you, when you train the cold, and then you're breathing in, you start warming up and, um, you know, your, your, your breathing rate, rate start to increase. Then you start really like putting that cold air into your lungs. 
Like if you if you're someone who's asthmatic, you know that's that's where the, the you know the proper thing comes in. The proper world comes in, but also you gotta make sure like you you know you you take your you take your um, asthma medication, you know, puff, take a couple puff here and there because um, that cold air is gonna like make your it's gonna constrict your um, your bronchioles. And you might you might be prone to get a, 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 a you might be prone to get an asthma attack faster than if you were to train, you know, in a normal normal weather. So make sure you have your um, inhaler ready when you're training outside in the cold. Yep, for sure. And I mean, the next two ideas that we have for training in the cold kind of go hand in hand. One, choose your days and times wisely, and two, have room in your training schedule for flexibility. So when you're, when you're constructing a program in the cold um, and you're, you're kind of picking which days of the week or how many days you want outside, be mindful of what month it is, what the weather's like, this and that, because you're going to have to be flexible. Um, I'll give you an example, right? So I was stuck between choosing, as I said today, I was doing my fitness testing today. I was debating, do I want to do my fitness testing today or did I want to do it yesterday? So about yesterday at 12 p.m., what I did was I checked the weather for both days, and I was like, wow, it's going to be 60 degrees tomorrow. I'm going to train outside tomorrow because that way I'll be warm. Um, I don't have to worry about extended warm-up, this and that. It'll just be much more enjoyable. This is why you have to be flexible because if you have a very strict regimen saying, okay, on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, go out and train outside regardless of the weather, right? What happens if on Sunday night there's a snowstorm, right? Mm -hmm. Now you can't train outside Monday and Tuesday. And let's say it rains on Thursday. Now you're stuck the whole week without being able to train because your training regimen was too strict at the time of year where you needed to be flexible. So really have room in your your training schedule to be flexible. That will give you the best choice of days and times to work out when it's safe, when you're capable to do it outside, when you're not feeling too uncomfortable. That's good. That's a nice, nice one. Nice one to say. If I, if I may add to that, um, um, say for example, you know, you, you the, the time you, you, you're training outside and it's like, you know, the temperature, cause the temperature is never like what you expect it to be. Like, even when you look into your weather app, you might say like, oh, it's 50 degrees tomorrow or in two days. Okay, that's probably going to be um, ideal for to do this training outside. And then once the day comes, it's like 20 degrees. You know, the, the weather sometimes fluctuates. And um, especially if you live in the Northeast area, it, it fluctuates like crazy. So what, you, what do you do? Then um, that's when you got to have, you got to be a little bit more, like Andy said, flexible in your training. Like, and it's got to be super efficient. Like you can't be out for too long, otherwise, you know you might get you might might be at risk for frostbite or you know getting getting like pneumonia and whatnot because it's just it's just it's too cold. So your your training has to be more efficient. You got you got to do you can't fool around. You can fool around. I take start to take some shots, start to do some dribbling. No, just warm up and get to the point and get out. I remember I used to do my videos like out in 20 degree weather. <laughs> I so, do remember that. Yeah. When, when it's those times, like you don't have time to, you just come in, set up, put your gloves on, run, 
do do your warm up. Once you start warming up, then you got to set up the camera. You can't feel the button because you're <laughs> you don't feel your hands. <laughs> and then you just do it. You do your drills. You do everything you need to do really quickly. One or three takes, bam, and, and move on to the next. Those trainings, man, they like 35, 40 minutes, and then you're out. Boom, boom, boom. Have an agenda, stay organized, do what you got to do, and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, it's worse. The worst thing is that it's not even you can't feel your hand and your, your toes. Mm-hmm. That's when you're like, okay, you got to be out. Mm-hmm, for sure. And like going along with being flexible, um, have some backup plans. Because let's, let's take it back to the example that I had. Um, if there's a snowstorm and you literally cannot train outside, um, be prepared to do other things. Like be prepared, have a backup treadmill workout. If you can't go running outside, have a ball control uh, workout that you can do inside in a small space. Or maybe that day backups ready. Yeah. That day do, do, do some flexibility work, do some yoga. Yep. For sure. Cause you know what? Something is better than nothing. And a lot of the times when our plans get mixed up and we can't do them, we tend to do nothing. If you just do something, that's going to be much better for you. That is true. Now, our last tip for training in the cold, still stay hydrated. Oh, yes. Uh, you're- yes. Berg, it's important to wear that dry fit. Um, staying hydrated the whole time is going to be beneficial for you. It's going to allow you to still perform at 100%. And it is hard. Like, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, like, I just did my my testing today i didn't take a whole i didn't take a sip of water the entire time Guys, because like be, yeah. i i didn't feel it yeah but just you know because, what you, just because it's cold doesn't mean you're not losing water yeah, you're still using sure. as much water if not more <laughs> yep because you, your body's using energy to stay warm man i think i think it's about the spot spot it you know in, in summary you know we mentioned you know you have to be realistic with you know, when you're going to train and how you're going to train. And, you know, if you're going to train when the temperature is like brick, then, you know, you got to make sure you, 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 your training is efficient. You're not fooling around when you come on the pitch. And, um, you know, if it's too cold that you're not willing to go outside or if wet, the weather does not permit it, like heavy rain, heavy snow, then you basically do some other workout at home or, you know, drive to the gym, do some flexibility work and whatnot. And yep. clothing, you know, they, 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 they're expensive, but, you know, it, make sure you get, you get your dry fit stuff, you get your windproof jacket, make sure you have at least one of those items with you. Yep. And I would say have room for flexibility, choose your days and times wisely, stay hydrated, and just try to plan out your week so you can enjoy yourself, so you can still stay in love with the beautiful beautiful game so you're not training out in the cold this and that just be smart and do what you got to do all right guys peace all right peace see you next week